morning. Today is Wednesday, and this is the Urban Talk Radio. Yo, Harry, bring that back, man. Let it keep running. Let it keep running for yeah, a minute. Classic, baby. Let it keep running, bro. Keep partying. That energy, that morning energy. right there you, you, you like you, you like that bro that that, that, that that is their own official line dancing music right there yeah that's that that's that two-step spin don't hold don't go too far baby come here <laughs> <laughs> you see you see you acting up already i'm just saying you, you know i'm on that dance floor kick man you are acting up already. You know what? I know you the dance floor kid. So you know what? That that music, that that music was for you, bro. It's not a cool incident. I did it just for you, bro. Yeah, I needed that little punch. Let's get to it, man. My boy, Mr. Lino, what it is, man. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHH. Right. We in the building, man. We in the building with my boy, Mr. Lino. You know? And um let me do the introduction right. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FN WNHH, where you will hear conversation, information, education, and inspiration from the American urban perspective. Perspective. I am your host, Kinsley Osei, and my co-host, Shafiq, will not be in here. Today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation at Facebook at Bull Mice and Twitter, also at Bull Mice. Also, on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. And if you do miss the show, you can also go on my man um, Roy Kelly's page, New Haven Independent uh, Facebook page, my Facebook page, and, um, you know, just everywhere. But for right now, we are live on 103.5 FM. And in the studio right now, we have Bridgeport legend, the legendary <laughs> Roy Kelly, a.k.a. Mr. Lino, my brother. What it is, for man. For sure. Thank you for having me, King. You know, you day one. I'm just a pleasure just to be here this morning. You know, I want to get to the mustard, man. I want to see what you got for your boy. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's 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 not much but everything, man. You know, today, you know, you gave me you gave me my flowers back in um 2016. Um, if you do recall, let me see what it um uh, what that award was for. That was um it says, um, and the city of Bridgeport presents the 2016 Community Leadership Award to Kinsley Osei for your vision, dedication, and uh, loyalty. The word is loyalty. It's appreciated by That's the key. people by the people you give voices to. You are my brother's keeper, Roy Kelly, May 28, 2016. Bro. So, oh, you got that. You got that on that desk. Put that on the shelf, man. That's, that's it is. It you. is. Let me tell you something. It is on the shelf. You know, there is a there is a lot of plaques on the walls. There is a lot of plaques on the shelf. But you know what? Certain plaques mean more than the other. Exactly. Exactly. Let me, let me keep it real. I have a lot of I have a lot of political plaques, but for your brother to give you a plaque for your loyalty, your dedication, for what you do in the community, you can't purchase that, my brother. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you've been putting in work from day one. I mean, anything you touch, you working with, 
and it's dealing with the people you you go so hard you know what i mean I, I mean i go back to promoting days where you didn't have no social media and all that you was in the street with them boxes them twenty thousand, forty thousand flyers them five by seven them posters you sticking them up you lighting up telephone poles you you had to keep a hard stapler in your pocket that you know you already know be out there like cats don't even i think a lot of my promotion on my events, I was like probably one of the last soldiers still going hard with the flyers. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was like the mailman, you know what I mean? But I got it all. I got it all from you, man. Really watching you go hard in the streets, you know, putting these artists on, getting their music out there and nothing changed. You and you switched over and you really got in the community working with these youth, man. It was the same thing. So you earn every every letter on that on that award. You earn every letter, brother. Trust and, me. Trust and I'm, I'm about to give you. I'm about to give you your flowers for what you have earned. And uh, it's funny you said um, you wanted to last alive. You and them Jamaicans, because they're still putting up the posters on them trees. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey man, you know whatever it took, I was getting it out there. You know that. You know what I, mean? yeah. I said, yo, this is what they did. This is what he was doing, and it worked. <laughs> and I was a witness to it working. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm following the same format. I ain't switching we, over. We're going to talk all about it because I did do some work with your people, say Universal Records, and um, you know, you wanted a few that's also you know done it in so many different ways, and um, you know, we're going to talk about that. But um, I want to start off by I brought you in because you just did the um the classic day party reunion, and um, you know, I want us to do a wrap up on that. But before we do that wrap up. Let's go back to where it all started. Um, are you from originally from Norwalk, Connecticut, or Bridgeport? Norwalk. Oh, Norwalk. Okay, so let's start from the essence. Let's from start from Norwalk, transition to Bridgeport, being um, you know um, a ball player, going undefeated, and uh, let's let's start from there. Right. I mean, for me, it definitely it definitely started in Norwalk. You know, born and raised in Norwalk. Um, I left Norwalk. Going into my sophomore year of high school, um, going from the one year of Brian McMahon High School. Um, then I went to Basic High School in Bridgeport. You know, that was all love from my mother, you know what I mean? Whichever way she moving, the whole family was moving. It was a better opportunity, you know, when she did when she bust that move for that. But um Norwalk, Norwalk was the base. Norwalk was the base, you know what I'm saying? For me, I learned a lot. You know, I was off the porch at, you know six seven years old just like finding my own way you know in the neighborhoods the basketball courts you know i had to find my own way my brother he, my older brother started me off but you know what i mean once i really got a hold of that basketball i ran with it but that basketball connected me with a lot of people right. a lot of people you know what i'm saying my age bracket if you're from norwalk and i don't know you you ain't relevant male or female <laughs> you know you're not relevant and i ran with the ogs too so you know a lot of my older brother friends so um, they stamped me and taught me a lot, man. You know, uh, moving to Bridgeport, that was a hard transition because, you know, it was some fear there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Coming from dog to Bridgeport, like straight to the south end, you know, right there in Marina Village. Like that was a hard transition. It, it took some adjusting to, to get to that. You know, I was right. I was living in Bridgeport, but still in Norwalk a good right. three months, three months in before I had to really get settled, get settled in the Bridgeport. But um you know, because I, I just, I just, all my, you know, all your friends and stuff like that is in your home city. And then you go into the next city, you know, you don't know nobody or whatever. Everything is different. Everything is raw, uncut. You know, you don't know what you're going to run into at a, 
teenager, you know, 13, 14 years old, it was it was difficult. You know, it was definitely that transition was difficult because I learned everything on my own. You know, I didn't have no older brothers, older cousins, nobody pulling my hand. You know, once I was out there and it was time to go to school or wanted to go play ball, mom said, go figure it out. You know what I mean? And we can't and we can't talk about no work without, you know, giving a shout out to, you know, also the other legendaries, uh, my man, DJ Billy Bush, you know, R.I.P. Dolo, you know, shout out to Sweet Melody, um, you know, my man Lee Floyd, you know, um, right. Shout out to the day ones, you know, those names, those names you just you just named. We all came up. I remember me and Dolo and King Kennedy playing basketball. God bless so playing basketball. Me and Melody, you know what I mean, um, in Washington Village at the little little um, parties and stuff like that they used to have. And East Norwalk, where Juan Coon was doing the East Norwalk Library, you know, the parties in the basement. I was young, but I still love music and dancing and all that stuff. So I hung out with the old heads. So they, they used to sneak me in, you know, get me to the dance floor. And once I figured out the two-step and the spin and how to make my feet, keep up with the music it was over it was, it was over. over so you know those names you named like you know i mean we we ran hard body like we in each other's houses and stuff like that getting kool-aid little breaks like yeah melody big <laughs> shout out for melody my man dolo you know billy all, all of them man that was that's day one that's part of no I, 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 I went through a few names but uh mainly um dj billy bush lee floyd I, um, um let me get it right it's dr lee floyd you know, became returning citizens, got his doctor degree on, and um, you know, he's also um he's also a pastor, so he's doing his thing. And my man Sandy, this is cats that you know I was running with. You know, we oh, we, sure. we, we we went back and you know down you know New York, running around you know state to state, you know radio station back and forth to XCI. This this those were family, you know, family right there. And um, right. I want to so, mention a young DJ because he mm-hmm. was young. He, I mean, I'm talking about seven years old, killing. Um, we used to have, we used to have in Meadows Garden back then. We used to have like um, cookout parties. His older brother, you know, Greg Vereen, all them. But Donald Duncan, Donald okay. Duncan was born at eight, nine years old. Wow. Um, basketball summer full, killing the turntables. This is wax. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Duncan, he young, you know, he's still out there now. You know, you catch him on Wednesday nights over there at, you know, the soul food spot, you know, killing it. But yeah, Duncan was young, young. I remember okay. being in the house with the turntables, you okay. know, putting them on. So, you know, yeah, man. That was and, normal. And then you ended up in um Bridgeport South End. Oh, yeah. Now, let, let's let's talk about that journey. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's 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 what that's when the game changed, you know, especially dealing with <laughs> especially dealing with basketball because, you know, me coming from Norwalk, you know, we, we played, we played each other every now and then me coming from Norwalk, you know, a lefty. Um, I had to earn my stripes. I had to earn my stripes coming into basic. Like it wasn't no, was no get on a team, whatever. And you on because you play ball. No, you had to really, really put that work in, you know? And um, that's why I met, you know, my day one brother, you know, Harper Williams, you know, cause we stayed three houses from each other on park terrace and, you know, he was he was definitely the, the superstar up and coming. You know what I mean? And you know, he took he took me. I ain't gonna lie, he took me under his wing. And you know, we walked to school together. We played ball together. You know, um, and I played with some. I played with some solid legends. You know, in that year leading up to the championship. You know, Basic had a lot of legends that came through there. But 
that 88 to 89 teams that we had, yo, we had some ballers. Yeah, we had some ballers. And I, you know, I'm up under them. I'm coming behind them. I ain't starting. I ain't getting the spotlight. But I'm right there banging out with them hard, you know, every day in practice, every day in the games, you know. When it came time, when Coach called you up to get on the court, you had to be prepared. You had to be prepared, for real. And but, shout you know, to Shout to Hop Williams. Um, I did I did shout him out two days ago because um, there was a, a cigar that is is discontinued and sold out all over the country. And the only place right. I had it is is in Chicago. And Chicago do not ship out out of the state. So I had to hit up Hop like, yo, you know, connect me with somebody you trust on the ground right, in Chicago, right. so that I can you know order it through him and get it and get it. And he did get it done. So you know, we got that in process. Oh, yeah, you give, him the, give him the task. He definitely, he definitely going to get it done. But Cap, you know what I mean? It's Hop Williams. I call him Cap, y'all. You know, he, yeah, he was definitely one of the brothers. Once I linked with him, even to this day, we like brothers. You know, our mothers are like sisters. You know, God bless so his mother. You know, we ran hard. We ran hard. You know, I called his mother mom. He called my mother mom. It was tight. All the way to the whole starting squad. You know, Jerome Johnson, Angel at Javeria, God bless his soul. You know, Corey Smith. You know, you had Kyle Gear, Eric Gear, you know, you had Louis Kitchen, the guards, you know, James Jacob, my man Quentin Crack came off the bench with me. You know, okay. our JV unit was just as tough as, you know, um, our varsity unit. Because, you know, that's who we, that's what we went up against, the practice, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, you know, shout out to Coach, you know, Coach Harrison Taylor, you know, Bernie Lofton, Bernie still coaching. He done coached like five decades of of kids coming up, you know what I mean? And it was a, it was a truth. It was it wasn't coming from McMahon to Bridgeport. It was a little different because it was like it was hard body. Like it wasn't no, it wasn't no regular coach or nothing like that. Either you was with it and you was down and you had to get down, and or or they wasn't really dealing with you because you no, know, the whole twelve was solid. So that basketball life, yeah, that was and, a big transition. And playing basketball coming from the south end, surrounded with gangsters and all type of different. People, you know, how did you manage to, um, you know, to stay out of trouble and uh, and keep your A game on on the court? I mean, for me, I, I never, you know, me, I never was a troublemaker. I never, never. started trouble. Um, always hung around um, some some good brothers and stuff like that. You know, everybody did their own thing, whatever, however they did to come up. But I always hung around some good brothers. That's why I speak. Go back to speak about Harp. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like we was really, we was really just into basketball. He wasn't okay. into selling drugs. He wasn't into a lot of shit. It was either basketball or, you know, little party here and there or something like that. You know, um, especially coming up through my my um sophomore year, junior year, senior year, which was he was a year ahead of me. Hart was a year ahead of me. He came out 89, it came out 90. And what school again? Basic, right? School, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, so that's yeah, that's that's where it was. That was all it was about. Everything that went on around us. You know, we knew about it or whatever. Everybody knew who we was because, you know, everybody came to the games and stuff like that. So, you know, cats in the streets, they know who who really about that street life or who's just like some just cool brothers coming through. So and then we was affiliated with the ones that really was about that. So, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> tied in. So uh-huh. um, once I got up under certain cats wings and stuff like that, you know, it was it was cool. My man, Dennis Moy, you know, um, it was mostly us three really dealing with high school, you know, walking to school together, coming from school together. You know, shout out to my man Stowe, Jason Roberts, like all those cats that we played ball with. Wasn't nothing happening in the streets, you know, um, dealing with us because they know cats played ball. They they wasn't they wasn't about that. And I knew I knew all the big wigs in the whole city. Of course you um, did. 
across town. You know, as as I as I start planting my seed in Bridgeport, I know them all. I know them all. Everybody know that's Kells, man. Kells cool as fuck. Kells ain't on ain't on no. Hey, watch, watch watch the language. Watch the language. Oh, excuse me. We, we 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 still we still on we still on FM station. You know, I, okay, I, okay. I, you got I, me in the south there. I know. I, 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 south I, I, south I know that's so. The social media thing, and then I got you to South End. That too. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, South End. The conversation changes, though. I know you, right? You know what I mean? Hey, it's, it's, it's what it is, man. It will switch up quick. Big shout out to my man Pearl, man. You know, Pearl is a piece of crap. I told Pearl this morning. I'm like, yo, you know, um, Roy's coming on the show. He's like, man, whatever, man. I forget what he said. So he was hating on you, and I told him I'm going to let you, let you know. Yeah, he, he was oh, hating yeah. on you a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but you know, we know we, we like haters too. We oh, like haters and, too. and matter of fact, did you did you ever get a chance to play Pearl? I mean, on you know, on on the real game. Not, not, not. No, I never played a one on one. I heard he did a little basketball, all that. But you know, hey, hold, hold, up, hold, day, up. What, like hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. When you say little, that's that's some hate words. When you no, say, no, I mean, I don't. He's not. When you relevant. say look. When you say little basketball, that's hate words. Look, now, okay, let's go back. I transitioned from Norwalk to Bridgeport. Okay. So in my era playing ball and all that, pro name ain't come up around me. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I haven't seen it. But yeah. back then and even to this day now, like, I know he ain't doing nothing with me on the court. I'm still relevant. I still can shoot it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I still can shoot it. You know what I'm saying? For real. So I don't know. You know what I mean? But Pearl, Pearl could have been nice back then. I just, you know, I never seen him play. You know what I mean? I never, maybe if that's where he got his name from, maybe, I don't know. I didn't really, um, you know, see Pearl play either, but, you know, I heard he was doing a lot of damages and that's where he got his uh, his name from. Um, I recall um, Pearl and I, you know, we went to New York and I think Magic Johnson was doing um, a little um, uh, happy hour tour with uh, Anthony Hamilton on the yeah. road. And we got to meet, you know, Magic. And I was kind of frozen. And Magic is looking at me. I got a picture. Magic is looking at me like, you be, everything is okay. And, you know, Pearl is a he's a Laker fan. You know, day one, oh, die yeah. hard Laker fan. And, oh, he yeah. loved, and he loved Magic. Yes, so, sure. You know, me, I'm a, I'm a Jordan guy. And Pearl is a Magic guy. So it was a different type of excitement. <laughs> Like he, I can see him now. He probably talking to Magic like he just was hanging out with him at Roosevelt somewhere. Like Pearl, Pearl is the you know that celebrity do not that do not phase him at all. He's, he's gonna be Pearl. He's gonna, Pearl be Pearl. gonna be Pearl. So you know, what I mean, that's the love that you gotta have for the brother. If you know him, you know, what I mean, you got it. you got it. you know it's hilarious and everything you do, but the love you gotta understand the love behind that man. And on that note, I'm going to give his son, uh, uh, Puda Coleman, a shout out. Uh, Puda got a, a scale tournament 2023. And I guess uh, he's uh, the tournament is going to be on um, at Sacred Heart University. I heard it's a kind of sold out event. So he was looking for a bigger venue and landed at Sacred Heart University on July 22nd, 2023. He says we live and yet the tournament is sanctioned. So the D1 athletics will be playing. Um, oh. What is the D1 athletics? Division uh, one? Division, yeah, division one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you know yeah, I have that, to I, that, 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 I have some ballers on the court. That's big. Definitely, definitely. He's doing his thing. So I had to give him um a shout out on that. So yes, so you know, um I I, I know you talked about how you think so so a quick advice for kids that's balling, that's caught up in, you know, because we're in the business of violence prevention. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So kids right. that's balling that is caught up in the community where they can easily be pulled to the left. You know, how, you know, what do you, how do we pull them to the right as far as what you did to be pulled to the right to make sure that you and Harp and the rest of them was not caught up being pulled to the left? Right. You know, for us back then, you know, um, you know, the, the older cast and stuff like that, you know, they, they, they didn't allow it. Like, you know, um, even to this day, even the youth and the kids I work with to this day, I, I, I the first thing I always tell them is your circle. You know, who you who you hang with and who you be with on a day-to-day basis or a couple of times out the week really defines who you are as a as a kid coming up. You know what I mean? Because if you're hanging with the cats that's out there hustling mm-hmm. all the time, you know, running around with the burners and all that, that's gonna be you eventually. Like you right. you eventually gonna get to that, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but if you hanging with cats that's really, you know thinking about college and different um, um, colleges and stuff like that, going to their junior, senior year, trying to, you know, get their SATs up and they playing, you know, football, baseball, basketball, you're going to be a part of that world more than um, the street world because you, 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 you can't, it's hard to do both. It's hard to do both. And each one as a kid can really captivate that, that spotlight. You know what I mean? Like we was, we was spotlight ballers, like, mm-hmm. like, Harp, Harp and um, Rome and um, Louie and Angel and all those guys and stuff like that, you know, they were starters, so they was really the spotlights. But, you know, us coming behind them and, and, and getting that time and being up, upcoming and stuff like that, we got the spotlight. Basketball gave me a lane to be, you know, as far as popularity and, you know, what attached me to everything to this day now. Basketball did it, but... I hung around cast that really wasn't about that. It wasn't about, and everybody else that we didn't hang with, everybody else was getting money. They was getting money. So, you know, the youth, I tell, even to this day, I was talking with a kid this morning before um, I left work and I was telling him, I said, you know, in order for you to be successful, finishing off your senior year, you gotta, you gotta go hard in the paint. So you can't be with old boy over there. You can't be with this cat over here. You know what I mean? You gotta focus in on yourself. You know what I mean? But it's two or three other cats I see you talking to where they good, they they focus. Yeah. I said it's nothing wrong with hanging with them. Don't don't worry about that. But the kids these days, they yo, they are peer pressure to death. They don't have no leadership roles in the community, no strong older, older black males outside of myself or you know, people like you that you know is constantly guiding. I'm talking about constantly day in or or two times a week checking on them putting yeah. that time in, you know, being involved in what they're doing, the support. They don't have that. We had that. We had that. So, you know, for me, the answer to your question is, you know, it's, it's the circle you run with. Definitely. It, it could be one dude you run with. It don't got to be four or five, six dudes or whatever. It's where you run with and where you hang out at. You know, what, what, what do you do for entertainment? You know, nowadays with them use, you know, they can't go, they can't go to the neighborhood basketball court and play ball. With the no, cast out there getting they, money playing they, ball because yeah, they get their ass busted, they might they might get into a fight or get into or get shot. What so not said, what not said, they shooting. Exactly. I made I made you look. Made you look, baby. You know what I mean? So <laughs> um, it starts with your team, man. It starts with your team for the youth and where you hang out at, and you know, what I mean, that's where it starts for um for them, I would say that. You know, we do the violence prevention assemblies, you know, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, et cetera. And normally you talk to the kids transitioning from eighth grade to ninth grade that you live in the eighth grade 
wherever school you're going, you may not be going to ninth grade with the same dudes that was your friends. So you're going to be making some new friends when you get to ninth grade. Now, who are these friends? How did they become your friend? Or how are they going to become your friend? Saying, you know, did you meet them because they were cool, because they had a, the, the, the newest Jordans on, or, you know, because they were ball player or because they rap? You know, how, how, did, you, how did you meet them? And um, the, the long story short is there's two types of people that you're going to have when it's all said and done. The one that's going to say, F that, shoot that nigga. And the one that's going to say that it ain't worth it, don't do it. Exactly. Those, those are the two choices. You're going to be pulled to, you're going to be pulled to the left, yeah, F there, shoot them, or you're going to be pulled to the right, that it ain't worth it. Depending on who you got with you is how it's going to, is how it's going to end up. And that, that, and that's the part right there that gets tricky for the you these days. It's like, it's your circle. You know, they, they, they're so busy trying to be tough, man. They trying to be hardcore for no reason. Like they don't even get a chance just to be kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't have that, you know what I mean? And then the environment, it, it starts from the, the neighborhoods they're growing up in. Then it goes to the school you're going to. Everybody from those neighborhoods is in school. And then it goes to your transition to and from school, the walk homes and all that stuff, man. These cats is getting bullied and everything. So mm-hmm. your, your right hand that you would call your brother, right. you know what I mean, just to snap, you better make sure he's willing to stand toe-to-toe when the bullies come around. Right. You know what I mean? When they Definitely. like, okay, you know, the bullies ain't getting the attention. We playing ball or whatever. Yeah. And they like, they want to fuck with you. They want to bully you to take some of your hey, time. Let's Whoever you running let, with. Let's stay out of South End for a second. You cussed again. I'm going to start doing the star book while when you cuss, I just got to ring that bell. Bing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's serious because, you know, Kings is like, you know, outside of me doing what I do, far as parties and stuff uh-huh. like that or a lot of my things. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. We're gonna come back to the um to the party. So let's do the station ID. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHHLP. I am your host, Kinsley Osset. If you are, if you are just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bow Mice and Twitter at Bow Mice. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O S E I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. In the studio with us today, we have our very special guest, Mr. Lino Roy Kelly. Now, Roy, um, now let's talk about your transitioning to uh, being a promoter, how you was influenced, what even led to you becoming um, a promoter? Um, for me, it started in college. Started pa- in college. Pa- party promoter it is. Yeah, yeah. it started, to me, it, it started in college because um, I started at, at hosting, hosting, you know, parties and stuff like that. Um, now keep in mind, I still had the, you know, the, the party, I was like a party head, you know, I love to go to clubs, I love to go dance and stuff like that. I love to go to um, different parties in different um, cities and stuff like that. But when I went to college, that's when I really learned how to, you know, one of my best friends in college, Cat from Cleveland, his name is um, Don Crump. Big shout out to my man, DC. You know, he was, he was the man that held down all the homecomers and stuff like that. He was the one that grabbed the mics, the talent shows, he killed it. And I just loved that attention. So that's where it started for me. And then once I got good at it, on his senior year going out, I started um, hosting a lot of joints, you know, for the homecomings and stuff like that and killing all the talent shows and stuff. So that transition for me is what really got me into promoting and doing parties because I've always had the popularity and, you know, with a lot of people and knowing a lot of people. So 
you know, I connected one and one and two to DJ with a spot and just this, this and that. And it started off, um, it started off to become catchy. My first party I ever did was my senior year in high school during um, graduation time. I did a party. I asked my mom, can I do a party at the house with my friends for graduation? Just this, this and that. And she gave me the green light. Me and my man, um, you gotta know who I'm talking about, um, Eddie. Okay. El El Jam, you know what I mean. He was the DJ. Connecticut Cartel, it is for sure. He was the DJ, and we cleaned my mother' whole living room out and everything. And I threw one of the biggest high school parties. I mean, I had hard and central. The whole park terrace was flooded. You know what I mean? My mother just went grocery shopping, sold all the food, sandwiches, fish sandwiches, bologna, like. And we partied to like four or five in the morning. You had nothing but limos and and rental cars all up and down park chairs. That was my first party. And it was free, but it was it was packed. Over three, four hundred people, you know, for a house party and a mm-hmm. living room and outside the hallway, you know, that we had the front porch, the front yard, the driveway, everything was packed and flooded. You know, so that was my first party that I did. And did I, I always knew I, I always knew how to get people together. Cause you know, that was me all the time. Like I always show love. I always like, definitely. even if a cat was a bully and I was cool with him, I always showed him love, just this and that. Um, even the ones that was quiet, didn't get no attention. I always showed them love. I put the time in. So I knew, I knew how to get people together. So from high school to college, that's where it really started for me. Um, going back in between 90 and 94. Yeah. That's where it really started for me with the party set. I mean, you know, I, I talked about how um, you gave me my flowers, but not only you gave me my flowers, I also had an opportunity to DJ for you at that um, particular event. Um, n- now, there is, um, you talk about party promoter. Let's be clear. You don't do this to try to make a living off it. So that separates no. you That separates you from others. And I know you for having the envelope ready, win or lose. <laughs> you, okay. you, ain't, you ain't never been a janky promoter. Let's be, clear, let's be clear about that. And that was the thing because, um, you know, I, I respected everybody's craft. You know, when I come to a cat and I want to hire him or whatever, and they shoot that number to me, you know, sometimes the number be way off, you know, because right. whatever, whatever I got in my pockets and my budget for doing an event. Definitely. But I never shot it away. So, if it was go time for me, trust me, I had I had every everybody envelope when they got there. Like I wasn't wait, I wasn't counting on the you know, on the door, whatever no, I made, whatever came that. in. That's what the that's what I made for the party. So, and I I did I did a lot of I do a lot of parties, man, because I just like getting people together. You know, right even now, there's nowhere for all of us to go and really just hang out and be like, like if you come in town. Like, yo, I'm going here. I know I'm going to see all my fam, all my brothers. You know, you got to move around it and scatter it out, you know, um, uh, for what it is. You know, outside of us not owning our own, you know, that's that's the only thing that really keeps me connected with a lot of people when I do do a big party, like my birthday party I do every year. You know, I pull, I pull Norwalk, I pull Bridgeport, I pull Hartford, I pull New Haven, I pull Waterbury, I pull Danbury, I pull Stan. I, I pull them all. I got people coming from all over just to come out and have a good time with me, you know, for my born day. So, you know, that's, my, that's what it is. That's the connection. My favorite artist said it the best. No idea is original. And talking about no idea is original. Basically everybody can talk about doing it, but it depends on who's going to do it and who's going to do it right. 
Exactly. And um, so I'm saying that to lead into um, the event that you just did on uh, June 3rd, which was the um, the reunion, mm-hmm. the, cl- the classic day party reunion. Right. Um, you hear that thing, though? You hear that thing? The classic, classic day, day party, party reunion. reunion. Yeah. Um, let's talk and about I, that. I, 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 believe I, was, I, I believe I was probably in it. Was it, that was in um that was in the weekend I was in the Hamptons. That was that was not a what do you call it? That was in the Memorial Day weekend, was it? No, it was a weekend after. A weekend after, okay. Yeah. Now let's talk about that event. How did it go? I mean, you know, you pulled out all these different clubs that was popping during our time coming up in the 90s and made a reunion um out of it. Let's talk about that. Well, what I did was outside of coming up, you know, with the title the classic mm-hmm. day party reunion. What makes it a classic is what we're doing. We're saluting all the clubs that really rocked in our era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was able to be blessed to be able to have, you know, DJ Juan Kuhn, DJ White Flash, the DJs that really DJs those clubs back in the days. Um, and, and really tied in, you know, my day one brothers, like, you know, Juan being from Norwalk, we grew up together, Flash from Bridgeport. You know, once I stamped down you know, in Bridgeport, you know, that became my right-hand man. So it was a blessing to have those guys, you know, the DJ to set. And then and then from there, you know, it just started off with the promotion and stuff. You know, me going hard, doing what I do. Um, then once Juan Castillo, you know, 94.3 YBC, once he came in the picture to really It help was over him. with. And, and you was, can't talk, was, pause, pause, for a, pause for a second. You can't talk about a day party without mentioning what Juan Castillo did with day party at Van Dome. Yeah, that's, that's the captain. That's the legend right there. That cannot be discounted. I don't care who did. I don't care who did it before him. Is how it was done. Exactly, exactly. And like for me, um, with, with my my parties in general, you know, um, it's all about it's all about customer service and, and consistency. You know, anybody that come to any of my joints, you know, I'm gonna have it laid out. You know, I'm gonna make sure every Definitely. all my eyes are um, dotted, my T's are crossed. You know, you're not getting no raggedy service, even if I got to go get it. A lot of times people be like, yo, it's your birthday party, Kels. Chill, just kick it. No, nah, I got to. Yeah. I know this person won his bottles, okay? I know I know his man coming in. I got to go to the door and get him. You know what I mean? Boom. The bartenders need just to change. Whether it's the staff or the customers, like, I go hard at that because that's the piece that people remember. You know, people remember, like, you know what I mean, the great customer service and the quality of what you put in. You know what I mean? I don't got no riffraff in there. I got all quality people in there that just want to have a good time and chill and be peace. And their names are relevant no matter what it is. So that's the piece that always um, kept me grounded and kept me, you know, solid and um, doing that, period. So how did that party turn out when it was all said and done? Oh, it was nice. It was nice. Um, the numbers, we did about 246 people. Um and it's not always it's, it's not it's not it's not always that. But you mentioned that I was about to say it's not always about the big numbers. It's about oh, the, no, 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 no. It's about no, the it's quality not. and what kind of good time people quality had. of people that came out and supported. Like I saw people that I haven't seen in a while come out for different yeah. events because you know that was that was my first day party. Okay. That was my first day party I ever done. So you know the. The whole, the whole seven to eleven, you know, the time bracket was weird because at eleven, that's the cats just coming out for me. So, the dude, like, you know, I had a couple cats, like my boy Darius. You know, he's really known for doing day parties. Like, yo, you just right. got to do a couple. Once you do a couple, your crowd gonna catch on, and you right. know, it'll, your numbers are, um pop off. But 
I didn't like for the numbers. I had I had a solid number in there, man, and we had a good time. We had a good. I haven't danced like that in years. My legs was on fire, but you know we got it in. We got it in. Big shout out to my homegirl, Carla, Carla from Danbury, man. That's that's my day one girl, yo. Me and her tour the dance floor down. <laughs> and I know she's still hurting. You know I me, mean? earn her squad, man. You so it was love. That's what it was. It was love, and it was successful. You know. I, Everybody I paid, I made my money back, you know, any couple of dollars, you know, um, everybody, it was a safe event. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got a ticket. It was nothing. So when you look at successful events, I count all that, you know, someone came out right. to come kick it with me and they, they, they came out and got there safe and they made it home safe. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's one of the biggest pieces. Um, Definitely. That, you Definitely. know what I'm saying? So it ain't always for some promoters, like and it, to me, it ain't always about the money. You know, that's why I have a nine to five and I go hard at that and doing what I'm doing to pay my bills. But when I do it, I really want to be able to get everybody together and really have a good time. You know what I mean? On all levels. You know, my mom's come out, my aunt come out, you know, my cousins come out. Everybody comes out, you know what I mean, for these for these events. And, you know, it's been successful so far. How's your cousin Tina doing? I haven't seen her in a minute. Tina's good, man. Tina's being Tina always grinding. You know, trying to be the best mother she could be, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, still do her little side hustle, whether she bartending in somewhere or just this okay. snack, you know, keeping her head above water, keeping her head above water, you know, sitting her blood. So, you know, she's she's definitely good. Hurry and my cousin Tracy. I think I should also mention that I'm not sure, you know, if it's gonna give you any bad flashback, but you should be happy to be here. Oh, definitely. You should definitely be happy to be here with my hashtag life is good because sure. I, I think I was there that night at, at Diamond Gyms when you left and almost lost your life. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you ever reflect on that? Or have you have you, you know, have time passed by to the point that it's like no, I never um I do reminisce and go back sometimes, but I try not to stay. I try stay on it. Stay yeah. on it because it'll it'll take me somewhere emotionally, Definitely. mentally. You know what I mean? So I do. I when I do have those those thoughts on different situations where it was rough, you know, I just I just stop right in there and get in prayer. Okay. You know, I go hard. I get in prayer, and you know, those are reminders for me that Definitely. you know where you are and what you're doing. You know what I mean? You've you've made it through. And why am I? I'm, why, and why, why am I still here? Why do I deserve yeah, yeah. To, still, to still be here? And I, I think it's I think it's the work and the path I put in and the connection I have with people. You know what I mean? When you when you really sit, when people sometimes go into the Bible and they talk about whatever whatever their religion is, is just that. At the end of the day, it comes back to the same thing: show love, man. Show love. That's it. Teach people how to show love. You know what I mean? Because when you do that. You know, you could change someone else's life to be like, darn, that cat get a lot of love because he always show love. So, you know what I mean? Let me let me work on that. You know what I mean? So that, those are the, that's what I get out of those negative situations growing up. You know what I mean? I go more hard at that. And and I, I, I take those experiences and I, I put it in with the kids I work with. You know what I mean? They got their stories at a young age. Some of their stories is worse than mine. Definitely. But, you know, it's like, okay, you still here. What you going to do differently? You know, we got five more minutes. Uh, it's funny. I was watching that little Boosie um, interview he did. He's done a lot of interviews because he had an album that just came out. But I was watching this one particular interview. I think it was a Breakfast Club interview. 
and he was talking about, you know, he he's traumatized and he questions himself that he's I'm here and I'm here for a reason because I should have been taken a while yeah. ago. And if he, you know, when he think about all the people he's lost, he questions himself, like, why am I still here? And if I am, I'm never going to shut up. I'm destined to be here to talk, to speak for the people because if exactly. I don't keep it real, who as well? So it's you know it's a reminder to appreciate your existence. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, what I mean, I'm like I'm I'm grateful every day. Like even when you was like, yo, I need you to whatever. I'm like Kingsley, whatever you need, brother. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm running off of sixteen hours of work. You know, just laid it down eight this morning. I ain't. I said I can't sleep. I gotta I gotta be on deck. When my man get ready to hit me. So, you know, you you learn that growing up. You know, you 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 get you you build your bones and stuff like that coming up. You know what I mean? And and I thank everybody from Norwalk that, that looked out for me, you know, like my man um D Rock, Darren Snyder that has a restaurant, Crew Grill over there, um, and and um in New Haven over there on the water. Yeah, Quinnipiac Ave. You know, he yeah. was an incredible role model for me. You know, once my yeah. older brother went to the streets and was getting high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Them, them cats looked out for me, man. They kept me on the court. They kept me focused. You know, they knew my connection with my older brother, but they kept me focused. Even coming up here to um, Bridgeport, you know, my man Harp, his, his older brother, Evan and all them, you know what I mean? Them, them cats, the cats, they held it down, man. Big shout out to all those guys, man, because they, they, they kept us away. They kept us away, you know, from a lot of the BS, you know what I'm saying? So, and that was in, that was important, you know. And when I went out to college, you know, the older cats I ran with in college, you no know, big shout out to my man Brandon Davis out, in, you know, from Michigan. You know, what I mean, them, them cats they, they held it down for us, you know. And I was a freshman, I was wild, I was running around on the yard, crazy. But you know, I hung with all the older older cats, and they they looked out, they looked out, and kept me focused on my education and stuff like that. And you know, we could kick it, we gonna party, but yo, you got to get these papers in. Don't forget, you know, you paying for this, so. You know, you having all these different people in your life, you know, and you fast forward it to now and you have those leadership skills and stuff like that that you learned from the past. you got to share that with the younger people behind you or the older cat standing next to you. you got to keep Definitely. sharing it. You know what I mean? Teaching don't stop. It don't stop till the casket drop. You know, and that's my signature on it, baby. We got two minutes and we didn't even get a chance to um, talk about, you know, um, these and the, you know the rest of your you know your guys over there in Cleveland um, when you guys had to deal with Universal Records that me and my man OJ put me up on and I had to promote that project we didn't get to talk about that but Boy, uh, you know Bees you gonna get a call from Bees because you know he's somewhere watching Bees shout out big boy Yo, you, you know, know um, is all oh, he gonna be he gonna call he gonna run you down and get your number I, I told Lino I told Lino that I don't do interviews we have conversations. And with right, the conversation, right. with the conversation, an hour can go by so fast that you may not be able to touch on certain things. And my interview, my conversation is top of the head. You know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah, I'm going to make it raw. Yeah, that's what makes it raw. So I may forget certain things, but there's certain things that are also necessarily, you know, like you dropping this f bombs. That's just because it's just get a little raw. And when you get raw, it's hard to censor yourself. Yeah, you going in that, you going in that bag, you bring it back to a felon. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot behind you know, that. It's because behind because that. I'm a pro, I know how to edit myself. But uh, okay, before it. we leave, let's uh, give me one more, one minute to talk about where you work now, what it is that you do. I mean, right now, um, I'm in Hamden. Um, 
I'm with um, Community Partners in Action. I'm one of the supervisors there. I work with the I work with the youth over there. Um, it's a step down from detention. Um, this program offers so much for the youth. We order, we offer you know automotive, um, barbershops, um, paint, all this stuff. These trades, these kids could get and get certificates while they're there, finishing up their little bit of time. You know, to be able to transition in the community and and go straight to um, a school where they could finish off and learn, you know, if they want to get their truck driving license or they want to be a barber and all this stuff. Um, it's, it's a great program, new facility, everything, um, staff there is everybody seasoned there and stuff like that. And I'm there, I'm, I'm there in the trenches getting it in, you know, I'm 25, 26 years in working with the youth, man, nice. Nice. On, on a consistent basis from, from autistic to, to, um, to um, more behavioral, um, lockdown facility, um, substance abuse, all that stuff. I've done it all. I've done it all. And it all connects. It all connects. All them dots connect Definitely. when you're dealing with the youth. So, you know, I I get it in with them cats all the time, you know, be there when they get up, you know, just to greet them, you know, as young men and stuff like that, you know, and whatever they need, I'm there. So Nice. And as you, guys, as you could see, I'm wearing orange for um, a CAV orange shirt for, you know, Gun Violence Awareness Month. And um, I, hey, by the way, I'm having a dinner with my, uh, with my group tonight at um, a very fine um, restaurant. They're getting treated to a three course meal. We're going to teach them table etiquette, you know, how to set up a table, how to pull the chair back for the, you know, for your date, how to keep the phones away from a dinner table. We're going to teach them all of that while we get them to eat right. So um, you are invited to join us if you are able to 4 p.m. I'm going to give you the location. Come, you know, come break bread with your brother. Oh, for uh, sure, for sure, uh, man. I can definitely right. teach them. I can teach them how to really make that benefit them if they're struggling in certain areas when it comes to the ladies. But you that's, know, oh boy, that's what you do. That's what you do. I want. Hey, I'll let you. I'll let you hear the corporate side of it. But on the one-on-one, -on -one, like yo, I'm going to take you out, baby. I got you. Mr. Lino, thank you for joining us already. Um, and I'm, all right. right. This is Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHH. I am your host, Kingsley Jose. And if you are just joining us in the last part of the show, you can follow the conversation on Facebook at Bull Minds and Twitter at Bull Minds. Also, on my Facebook page, Kingsley OSEI. You can also stream this show and previous shows on your smartphone or computer by logging on to New Haven independent.org remember Evan talk radio airs every wednesday at 11 a.m mr lino thank you very much for joining us and i would like to invite you and your boss to come back and we'll chop it up about your job all right definitely definitely i got you brother appreciate you can't be nothing man already know love you too man all right one